Time for the WJR Sportsbook? You bet. It's sponsored by WinBet. Download the WinBet app today on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Win with WinBet. Now here are your hosts, Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. So, we meet again. How you doing? Hopefully you and yours enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday and now it is all back to normal, whatever that may be. It is indeed the WJR Sportsbook. I'm Steve. I'm Jamie. You gotta turn your mic on. I'm a rookie, so <laughs> I'll turn the mic on. I'm Jamie. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Good. I'm all flustered from the mic thing still. So. Don't be. Okay. Thanksgiving was great. Uh, Very you... thankful. Wish I didn't have to go to the Lions game. Oh, you went to the Lions. I had to. Oh. We're going to, I guess, we'll talk about that atrocity uh, coming up as this uh, particular program unfolds. Oh, you had to go to the Lions. Yeah. I saw it from the press box. Uh, (laughs) Now, did they have the usual Thanksgiving feast at least? I believe they did. I came a little later because I was working late, so I came about halftime. And the halftime snacks were excellent. Oh, they went all out. Mm Mm-hmm for uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, the uh, Lions are in big, big trouble. Uh, Again, we're going to put them on the back burner for a little bit here because it was a pretty darn good college football weekend all the way around. We will begin um, with what went down uh, at the woodshed. Uh, Yours truly on the sideline for that entire Snow-filled tilt, and I got to tell you. Did you wear shorts and sandals? I No. <laughs> okay. I didn't want people talking. Uh, it was an amazing, amazing atmosphere. Because I'm on, obviously, the Spartan side of things. And, you know, midway through the second quarter, I'm looking at the deep end, a.k.a. the student section. I couldn't see it. I mean, it, it was looked coming, crazy. It was coming down pretty good. And, uh, you know, they were doing... Such a great job trying to keep that field playable. I mean, they had snow blowers out. They were shoveling the hash marks. They were doing this, that, and the other thing. And um, kudos to everybody involved there. The most important thing is uh, Mel Tucker, in just a second season, posts the 30 27 win over the visiting Penn State Nittany Lions and uh, 10 win season. I cannot believe that turnaround. Kudos to Mel Tucker. The ninth time. James, in the 125-year history of Michigan State football, they post a 10-win season. And for the first time since 2015, uh, the Spartans go undefeated uh, at Spartan Stadium, now known as the uh, Woodshed. So now, uh, kind of in a holding pattern to see where the bowl is going to take them. Depending on what you read, and I've read a lot, uh, the overwhelming consensus is the Fiesta Bowl, uh, New Year's Day, and they're looking at maybe playing Notre Dame. Oh. How about that? That would be a great matchup for fans. I don't know if it would be great for the Spartans, but... What? Well... I'll compete. Don't you worry about that. Okay. I, You know, uh, you got... A stellar athlete, and this is going to be one of the selling points uh, for Michigan State. You know, because the whole bowl selection process, there's a lot more to it than anybody really knows. I mean, on the sideline, you know, game in, game out from earlier in the season, you got some guys walking around, some very nice blazers, 
representing the various bowls. And uh, we will know Sunday night uh, where everybody's going. But, you know, you got a Heisman hopeful in Kenneth Walker III. You got a 10 win season uh, and uh, some other very talented players like Jaden Reed. How about that touchdown reception in the fourth quarter? I mean, thank gosh he's back for the Spartans because he can make big plays like that. And he probably wasn't anywhere near 100%. Kenneth Walker wasn't near 100%. There was a flu bug that went around, yada, yada, yada. Uh, But they played. And, you know, Jaden Reed, um, that reset, because when I would look up and just see the snow just crazy, how do you track anything in that? And he did. And that's what gave the Spartans their 30 points in the uh, the margin of victory, if you will. Again, it ends uh, 30-27. Uh, so we shall see. Meanwhile, what was going on in Ann Arbor at the same time? Well, I also watched from a press box there. What a game. What a game. You know, I didn't have a chance to, you know, watch a whole lot of it because of the uh, broadcast responsibilities uh, in East Lansing. Uh, but what I saw and the highlights I saw, uh, kudos to uh, Coach Harbaugh and these Wolverines. They get a huge monkey off their back. Oh, my gosh. So they snapped that eight-game losing streak. Harbaugh finally beats Ohio State. He beats this top two team in the country. Like, all of these monkeys are off their backs. And I just... You know, the players talked about it afterward that they had focused on this team since camp. They had that sign up in Shem Beckler Hall that said, what are you doing to beat Ohio State today? And they thought about it every single day. And they had that beat Ohio drill. I mean, they fulfilled their dream. I think every once in a while, in fact, I know uh, some bulletin board material comes into play. And uh, I certainly... Uh, as this game unfolded, you got the impression that the Wolverines were lying in wait. Ryan Day shot his mouth off uh, in that Big Ten conference call, something effective, you know, we're going to lay 100 on Michigan. There is no love loss between Harbaugh and Ryan Day. That is absolutely clear. And then afterwards, uh, Aiden Hutchinson uh, said that, you know, they've been disrespecting us for far too long, stepping on our jerseys and other uh, things of that nature. And you take offense to that. And finally, the Wolverines were able to put together a performance that served notice mm-hmm. that uh, maybe uh, maybe the Wicked Witch is dead. Credit to Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo for making C.J. Stroud uncomfortable. They weren't allow, allowing them to have these explosive plays. There wasn't enough time for Olave and all those receivers to get open. It was a, a great game plan by the Michigan Wolverines. And then Hassan Haskins, hello, five touchdowns. Good Lord. That's one thing, but he was such a workhorse on third down and fourth down to keep drives alive. That's another re- way to keep Ohio State off the board, keep them on the sideline. I know Wolverine Nation happy that Blake Corum uh, is back in the fold because he's a gifted running back. There's no question about it. Uh, but I've said throughout that this Haskins is a bull. And the dude means business. North and south, he's got a little bit of juke from time to time. uh, But uh, he is the real deal. Uh, So the bottom line is this. The Wolverines uh, now have a chance to win a Big Ten title for the first time since 2004. And uh, they're still in national championship contention, of course. Uh, That would be since 1997 under the great Lloyd Carr. Uh, Now, Ohio State, by the way, uh, had a school record winning streak in the rivalry, taking 15 of the last 16 uh, in this deal. So uh, 
As a matter of fact, Harbaugh said that he got a text from John Madden Mm -hmm. about the offensive line play. And Madden, who's been around and has seen some football, said it's the best offensive line play he has ever seen. And Harbaugh credited his offensive line in the postgame press conference, calling them MVPs of the game, and they really were. Hassan Haskins doesn't get the holes without the offensive line. You know, um, the quarterback, Cade McNamara, doesn't have time to make throws down the field without the offensive line. They were certainly MVPs, and they will be needed going forward in the Big Ten Championship and possible playoff. You know, I find it interesting. And, you know, this is the situation as it stands right now with the Big Ten, and I don't see it uh, changing at all in the near future. Uh, Michigan State beats Michigan. Ohio State has just an amazing performance in destroying the Spartans in Columbus, and then Michigan beats Ohio State. You know, Crazy. The Big Ten is the East. Right. That's all you need to know. Right. So now uh, the Wolverines uh, advance to the Big Ten championship game. That'll be Saturday night. Eight o'clock is the kick, and they will face the Iowa Hawkeyes. Kirk Ferentz, uh, been around a while. And uh, I thought for sure, this is a little lesson in thought for you. All Wisconsin had to do was beat Minnesota on the road. Couldn't do it. Didn't do it. Just couldn't do it. <laughs> and I, I was a little bit uh, stumped by that. But it is what it is. So um, it's going to be a good ball game. Uh, we'll let you know via our friends at WinBet. By the way, thank you very much, you fine folks, for making this radio program possible. Uh, they have off the get-go uh, installed the Wolverines as an 11.5-point favorite. Okay. Which, for a conference championship game, is a bit steep, but they know a little bit more about it than I do. I mean, the Wolverines just look so dominant against Ohio State. I could see it. Well, as they say, and I don't want to be cliche, never underestimate the emotions of an 18-, 19-year-old kid. <laughs> True. I mean, as we found out uh, in the performance Ohio State had against us in Columbus and then what they turned in in Ann Arbor. Uh, It's a week-in, week-out thing. So uh, it was nice to see. Lord knows I've got some uh, Wolverine uh, supporters uh, that I know of. And that's all the texting that was going on. Right. Hey, how much do you think a ticket is in Indy? Well, I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh as an unbiased person. He, what, they have two wins last year, just like the Spartans? Mm-hmm. This turnaround is pretty great. Pretty great. So, good for him. Maybe he's the coach of the year, maybe not, but he's done an excellent job this year. Well, something Coach Harbaugh has been talking about throughout, and it certainly came into play uh, against the Buckeyes, is the belief that this Wolverine team has among themselves. And I think that's been somewhat of an issue uh, before right. this year. And and. You know, in that Penn State game, the old Michigan team might have, you know, fallen down, not won that game. It does seem like a different team. And credit to Harbaugh for bringing in new people, a new defensive coordinator, new younger recruiters. It's working. Worked out. All right. Steve Courtney, Jamie, Jamie Edmonds. (laughs) I was going to say something. Uh, I was like, did you? Very creative, but. <laughs> forget what you were doing? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I, I've got it in my head exactly what we're doing after the break. Uh, when we return, we'll uh, check out the uh, Red Wings and Pistons, what they're up to. Big ball game for the Pistons. 
was it Isaiah Stewart, LeBron two last night? Didn't pan out that way. Uh, some crazy baseball news also mm. going down. We got a lot going on. And uh, we've got uh, a lot of NFL notes and the Monday night preview. All that with Steve and Jamie as we continue with the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Sponsored by WinBet. Download the WinBet app today on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Win with WinBet. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Yeah, so much going on in the sports world. And by golly, that's why we're here on the WJR Sportsbook uh, Monday nights from 7 until 8. Um, I'm Steve Courtney. Jamie Edmonds. And uh, I apologize for freezing not that long ago. Uh, but you told me a story you were working on for WDIV. Yes. And it is so darn compelling. Um, and I was trying to put it into words and the players involved and whatnot. And for a minute there, I just froze. I felt like the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. But anyway, oh. um, the thing is this. Uh, something very fascinating happened to a uh, local team here. So the Notre Dame prep freshman basketball team created a group text to just talk about whatever, practice, you know, I need a ride to practice. And they input the numbers, and the one kid inputs his friend's number, but one digit off, just one digit. So then they start chatting about things, and this unknown person goes, did you mean to have me in here? And the kids are like, aren't you Luca? And the guy's like, no, I'm Sean Murphy Bunting of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they're like, come on, Luca. You're funny. And so the guy sends a picture, and they said, Luca, stop it. And so to prove that it really was the cornerback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he FaceTimes these kids, made their whole Unreal. year. Unreal. Uh, Leonard Fournette showed them all around the locker room. You know, Gronk got on there. Uh, Richard Sherman got on there. Just making these kids' days. And I guess toward 10 minutes in or so, the, the kids are going, where's the goat? We want the goat. And they're like, he's in a meeting. And they go, we want the goat. Tom Brady comes out of his meeting and gets on this FaceTime with these kids. And it just is really cute. The screen grabs are great. The story's on clickondetroit.com if you want to watch it. Um, it's really sweet. That is something that those kids will remember yeah. forever and ever. They're going to be bringing that up at their 20-year high school reunion. You know right. that. And, you know, the Sean Murphy Bunting could have just removed himself from this group text. It right. clearly wasn't for him. But he made an effort, and these NFL players, it took them 30 minutes to seriously make these kids year. And the Notre Dame prep freshman basketball team said they're ready to ball out this season now. Well, first of all, what's the chances of that happening? Astronomical. Right. It's unbelievable. And then for uh, Murphy Bunting to take it to the level that he did, and he didn't have to. Right. You know, but once he found out it was a, a freshman basketball team, you know, how cool is that? Well, he's from Michigan. He went to Chippewa. I remember doing stories on him as the Super Bowl right. was coming up and his coach saying Sean Murphy Bunting is a great guy. I think this proves it. And the kids say they're going to keep his cell phone number a secret and not share it, not bother him. But they're keeping his contact in their phone because they just like that. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get a call from one of those kids. They may, there might be an errant text here or there. Yeah. yeah. So, All anyways, right. very cute. When story. is that going to air? It aired at 5 30 on Channel 4, but as always, things are on clickondetroit.com. Beautiful. All right. Now, here's the deal uh, as we quickly bring you up to date with some of the other 
uh, sports deals work in the Red Wings. They have won two in a row, playing some hockey, are they not? Uh, 10-9-3 is the record of the Winged Wheelers, good enough for fourth in the Atlantic Division. Uh, they will be in Baston for an original six matchup with the Bruins. That will be 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, the Pistons had themselves a little bit of a rematch, if you will, last night in the uh, City of Angels. Uh, Lakers beat the Pistons 110-106. Uh, the Pistons falling to 4-16. and The Lakers, listen, they're not uh, burning anything up here. They're 11-11. and LeBron, though, found his game, 33 points to go along with 9 assists. I mean, everyone was watching. Of course. To see a rematch. I mean, what did anyone expect? For Isaiah Stewart to chase him around the court again? There was none of that. Um Jeremy Grant actually had a good game. He brought the Pistons close toward the end. I think he had 30. Yeah, 32. But it just wasn't he, enough. He finished. But, you know, he's also the one that said, look, there was no extra juice in this one. You know, stuff happens on the court all the time, and you just move on. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kate Cunningham, 15 points to go along with 11 boards. Um, I, I know for a fact, though, Stewart kind of – Flamed uh, things a little bit on Friday. Uh, he said that he thought the blow that LeBron delivered uh, was no accident at all. And LeBron is the one saying, you know, it's just a mistake, an accident. It was clearly not an accident. I don't, I don't know. I feel like LeBron felt the pressure and just sort of flailed his arm. I don't know that he meant to do it, but he did punch the guy in the face. And so I get where Isaiah Stewart is coming from. He's a young, you know, aggressive player, and he's allowed to play the game he wants to play it. LeBron can't punch him in the face. No. He came close, though. He did. I don't know exactly what was – was it his eye? Was it his lip? I don't know what was bleeding, but – Profusely. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I know uh, the Lakers have a new name coming up for the Staples Center. Yeah. I'm always going to call it the Staples Center. Right. It's I mean, just the way it is. name's changing. Who can keep up? Uh, college hoops, here we go. Uh, your Michigan State Spartans, uh, now number 22 in the latest AP poll. Uh, they had themselves uh, quite a three-day run there uh, in the Bahamas, the Battle for Atlantis. A couple of dogfights right off the get-go. Uh, Loyola of Chicago, uh, and then UConn, uh, and then they just kind of ran out of gas. Uh, just a two-point deficit to the defending champion Baylor Bears, but uh, Baylor kicked it into a different gear in the second half. Yeah. There were great comebacks from this young Tom Izzo team. And so they're obviously gaining an experience with all of these games, like Tom Izzo designs it. And, yeah, they just sort of didn't really match up with the Baylor Bears in that second half. Uh, Marcus Bingham, uh, he is going to be a force. I, I am going to enjoy watching him. Uh, Gabe Brown making some contributions. Uh, so are the young guys. We shall see. But the schedule doesn't take a break. Uh, the Big Ten ACC Challenge on the horizon. 7-15 Wednesday night, the Breslin Center. 5-2 uh, and two, Michigan State will play host to the Louisville Cardinals. They will come in 5-1. and one. Uh, Meanwhile, Juwan Howard and the basketball Wolverines, now number 20 in all the land. They draw North Carolina in the aforementioned Big Ten ACC Challenge. Uh, both teams going in 4-2. and two. Uh, That's going to be a 9-15 tip at Chapel Hill. Uh, Wednesday night. John Howard's team struggled a little bit in their few games prior to this ACC challenge. Well, it's a long season. Yeah. And uh, I know 
some Michigan basketball fans are a, a little off kilter with this start, but it's such a long season. I mean, it's so early. You're focused on the Big Ten championship game right now. It, it'll right. The, the water will level. Well, uh, plenty of action in the National Football League uh, yesterday, going back to the games kicking it off Thursday. Uh, yeah, we're going to work the Lions into the conversation. Why? Because we have to. Uh, but there was some uh, some great action. That aside, uh, yesterday, we'll talk about that and preview the Monday Night Tilt coming up tonight. Leave it here. It's the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Sponsored by WinBet. Download the WinBet app today on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Win with WinBet. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. All right, the sportsbook rolls on right here on 760 WJR, Various and Sundry. Uh, yeah, that's actually a file I have. <laughs> yeah. Various and, and. Sundry. Uh, the New York Metropolitans, the Mets, agree with who? The former Tiger, Max Scherzer. Oh, it's a record setter. Three years, $130 million. Some mathematician can do the work, but that's a lot per pitch. It had to be for the dough because the Mets have been so darn dysfunctional for so long. Uh, They have a new general manager. I get it. They're trying to straighten it out there. But that's... That's Jing right there. There's Jing, and then there's Jing. I know. And he had money already. Yeah. But you know what? The dude is brilliant. He really is. Remember when he was here in Detroit? Mm -hmm. He was very savvy with business. Always has been. He's also a good person, from what I can tell, when I talk to him. So when good things happen to good people, you just kind of say, okay. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Lincoln Riley uh, was asked... Uh, after the last Oklahoma game about the LSU opening. And he said very adamantly, I am not going to be the next football coach at LSU. Well, didn't Mel Tucker say he wasn't leaving either? And then like the next day he was coming to Michigan State? Yeah, you know, I guess it happens. But uh, within hours, he announces he's the new head football coach at USC. Crazy. Now the Big 12. But... These coaches can just jump ship and leave, and then the kids that they recruited are there. They don't have to stay. That's what the transfer portal's for. True. Uh, and there's already been but quite a few. But why contracts? Why bother? You're just well, going to And then there's buyouts within the contract. So theoretically, you know, it's like Mel Tucker. Ten years, $95 million. The buyout is two and a half mil. Right. Which so- is nothing. That's nothing, so then you can buy it. So then why sign it for all that long? It's just crazy. Well, because it sounds good and gives us something to talk about. <laughs> the win bet sports uh, book. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Riley at USC, you know, I will tell you this. The Big 12 is disintegrating before our very Shambles. eyes. It's just a, a mess. Uh, here's the deal. I'm reading now. LSU still has their job opening who are they targeting according to reports that would be brian kelly currently at notre dame oh it's just a revolving door of these same guys go to all these programs well you know 
There's a lot of dough, clearly, in college football. We all know that. You know, when the LSU job first came out and Ed Orgeron, who won a national championship two years ago, and the Tigers decide, eh, you know what, we're mutually agreeing to part ways. Mel Tucker's name was one of the first that came up. Right. I know a lot of people in Spartan Nation are saying, wait, wait a minute, somebody do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the billionaires did. Well, somebody did. And you know what, but... Everybody says, well, 10 years, that's ridiculous, 10 years. Is it rolling the dice? Perhaps a little bit. But look at James Franklin, Penn State. I don't understand. He got a 10-year deal. It was a 10-year extension bowl Saturday. What has he done at Penn State to have them want him to stay for much longer? Well, his name was all over USC for a while. Okay. All over USC. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, But what I do know. And we put it off as long as we can. Thanksgiving Day. Cairo Santos hits the 28-yard game-ending field goal to give the Bears that 16-14 win. Uh, The Bears, just another team. So very excited that the Lions were on their schedule because, you see, their five-game losing streak comes to an end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I was there, and it was something. Was it full? It, I, yeah, and I thought people would come out on Thanksgiving, and they did. Matt Nagy probably saved his job. There's you, you talk about dysfunction. What's going on with the Bears? I don't know. I mean, according to reports, Nagy was told uh, a week ago today that, you know, hey, you know what? After the Thanksgiving Day game, we, we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> he denies that, but of course he would deny that. So he cancels the team meetings on Tuesday. He's playing in two days. Cancels all the afternoon meetings. Right. As if to my say, hands up. all right, you're going to get rid of me? Okay, no meetings. <laughs> right. Then he comes to Detroit with uh, a makeshift quarterback, Andy Dalton. At times looks like Joe Montana. <laughs> the Lions were leading in the third quarter. They were leading. Once again, they could have won a game. But we'd have to do the research. Blake, fantastic at research. Find out how many NFL teams actually win a football game when they face multiple third and 35s. <laughs> oh, 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 good luck on that. But I mean. I believe it was third and 32. It happened twice. And they ran the ball. Think about that. Think about what you just said, Jane. Twice. Twice. Third and a new area code. Third and 32. Well, they had a ton of holding and false start penalties. Back to back to back. Twice. Holdings, yes. Back to back to back. Twice. And then, uh, and here's another thing. I'm so tired of this nation complaining that they have to watch the Lions one day a year. Try doing it 16! (laughs) This was like a big part of discussion in sports leading up to this game. Like, why is it Lions? Because it's tradition. I agree. I say keep it. Uh, There will be a day, I assume, that the Lions will bounce back and win on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there may be. 
But it was a year ago that the picture went viral of Sheila Ford Hamp with her head in her head hands. Her hand. Yeah. But who knew? That could have been this past Thanksgiving. I know. Because it was me. If somebody took a picture of me watching that mess. Did I mention the snacks at halftime? They were excellent. What were they? Usually it's like <laughs> chips and peanuts. It was, but it was chips, salsa, sour cream, cheese. I like all that. Oh, they broke the bank and got salsa. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, oh, and as folks around the nation were preparing their meal and watching this complete and unadulterated mess, um, back-to-back timeouts. Right. By rule, that's a five-yard penalty. And the head coach, and I was rooting for Dan Campbell, honestly, rooting for him. Mm -hmm. There are times he looks absolutely lost. I don't think they knew that that was a penalty, back-to-back. He said afterwards that he he knew it was a penalty, but there was nothing else he could do because of yet... More personnel garbage. Apparently, the defense half saw one check and half saw the other. And this was after a timeout they had already taken. I mean, you can't make it up. That's not supposed to happen. It's just not supposed to happen. And uh, how many games have they played now? That was your 11th game of the year. Yeah. 0-10-1. Understand this, Lions Nation. 0-16-1 is now a distinct possibility. I have a question because at his postgame press conference, he praised the defense for working hard and kept talking about the defense being good. And I'm like, but the past couple games, the defense has allowed these long drives to result in game-winning, you know, plays. Why are you singling out the defense? Against the Bears, it was 69 yards, 18 plays led to a game-winning field goal. Against the Browns, they let nine plays, 42 yards, and, you know, the running back got the first down game over. It's all a smoke show. I just thought that was odd. It's smoke and mirrors right now because you can slice it and dice it any way you want, but at the end of the day, you are 0-10-1, and you lost to a team that had lost five in a row. Yeah. I mean, it, it it just defies logic. And you're right. The Lions had the lead. But then what happened? Uh, DeAndre Swift, who I think is going to have a hell of a career in this league. and I he's think He's the bright spot. I think he is good enough to build an offense around for years to come. You know, he gets hurt. So uh, there's that. Uh, but, you know, as far as Dan Campbell goes... You know, when you watch any given NFL game, there is communication between the head coach and the quarterback and various defensive players and this and that. There's communication. There's really nothing going on there. He's the head coach. He is on that sideline with no interaction whatsoever. So you're going off TV broadcasts and him just standing on the sideline? That's that's what you're That's going. what I'm basing it on, yes. Mm. That's what I am basing it on. That could be true. <laughs> but I, I, you know, you you would think, you know, Jared Goff makes the start. I didn't see him communicate with Jared Goff on the tube, not one time. Mm. You know. I, I don't know what's going on there. There's six games to go. 
Vikings, Denver, Arizona, Atlanta, Seattle, and Green Bay. I mean, 0-16-1 is real. Well, the Vikings, they'll be at Fort Field Sunday. What is our friends at WinBet saying? The Vikings are a seven-point road favorite. And the Vikings aren't even that great. But against the Lions. Well, you know, the Vikings upend the Packers. I think the Vikings on paper are much more talented. And they've lost a couple of tough ones. So have the Lions. I get it. I really, I'm not that cold-hearted to say that, you know, this Lions team uh, is without merit because at the end of the day, a uh, bad break along the way, a 66-yard field goal, go figure. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But normally, uh, new hires in the NFL are on a one-year honeymoon. I don't know if Dan Campbell is going to survive this. Hypothetically, no. Hypothetically, they go 16 and one. It's but we all knew it was going to be a rebuild, and it's not going the way you thought this rebuild would go. This this goes way beyond a rebuild, though. I think. I mean, rebuilds okay are rebuilds, but what we've witnessed this season, for the most part, as People's Exhibit A, I'll submit. The Eagles game, <laughs> which was a nightmare. Yeah. You know, this game Sunday, a nightmare. Clock management, questionable calls. I get it. But I think he has more time than one year. In closing, <laughs> I'll say this. Three words. Same old line. No. Okay. We all know that. Third and 35. <laughs> twice. Yes, twice. All right. Lots of other action in the National Football League uh, yesterday as well as Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we'll have that and preview the Monday night tilt coming up here on the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Sponsored by WinBet. Download the WinBet app today on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Win with WinBet. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Not a whole lot of time left in this edition of the WJR Sportsbook, but we are going to focus on a little something we like to call NFL Notes. Oh, you named it? Yeah, kind of. Okay. We didn't discuss this. Cle- <laughs> Just kidding. Well, clearly I didn't give it much thought. <laughs> uh, going back to Thanksgiving night, it, it, well, actually the afternoon till. Uh, the Raiders, in overtime, beat the Cowboys 36-33. Uh, 276 yards in penalties in that thing. I mean, it was both, crazy. All The Thanksgiving games were not fun to watch. No, they really weren't. No. Well, this one was interesting. It was an overtime win for the Raiders. Raiders! Who are now 6-5. and five. Cowboys are 7-4. and four. Big battle in the AFC North. I'm sorry to bring it up, partner. Uh, mm. In Cincinnati, the Bengals all over the Steelers, 41-10. to 10. I mean, Big Ben looked atrocious. 263 yards, one touchdown, two picks. What is the plan, Steelers? Because <laughs> he is not it. And I'll tell you what, Mason Rudolph isn't either. Yeah, they got some thinking to do there. Yeah. Uh, good ball game in Indy. Uh, the Buccaneers find a way to win, darn it. 38-31, they beat the Colts. Uh, Indy six and six, still in postseason conversation. The Buccaneers improved to eight and three. Uh, the Colts led twenty four fourteen at the half, so they have only themselves to blame. Uh, in Miami, what's going on with the Finns? They have now won four in a row, beating the Panthers thirty three to ten. 
the Panthers. They've lost seven of nine. Cam Newton, his second go-around with this uh, Panther club, not going well. He was pulled in the fourth quarter. How about these numbers, Gene? Five of 21, 92 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. A quarterback rating, let me carry the zero, 5.8. I think you get that for showing up. (laughs) For writing your name down. Whatever the case may be, by far the worst of his career. In Foxborough, the Patriots, they're on fire. Uh, They have now won six in a row thanks to their 36-13 win over the shorthanded Titans. Mac Jones is figuring out the NFL. 310 yards, two TDs. Uh, Remember, uh, the Titans knocked New England out of the playoffs in 2019. Tom Brady's last game, as a matter of fact, as a New England Patriot. Revenge is best served cold. America's game. Uh Uh-oh. Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Uh Uh-oh. Packers beat them at Lambeau, 36-28. The Rams now have lost three in a row. Yeah, and you know what happened in those three games? Oh, yeah. A Stafford pick six Uh, in each of the games. He also lost a fumble. It couldn't have gotten off to a better start in the City of Angels for Matthew. Yeah, people are talking MVP. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty tired of the toe conversation. I could care less. (laughs) Uh, No practice, 28 of 45, 307 yards, two TDs. He also had that rushing touchdown. Packers, I think I mentioned nine and three. A horrible performance for Matthew and the Rams but unlike some people in this town I'm not relishing in him not doing well these past three games oh nor am I right you know I just want to know what uh, Kelly Stafford threw at somebody yesterday I think she upgraded from pretzel to what hot dog a cinder block I don't know (laughs) uh Sunday night game last night uh another battle from the AFC North rather a ho-hum affair uh the Ravens improved to eight and three with that 16-10 win over the mediocre Browns, they're 6-6. Six and six. How about Lamar Jackson? How many interceptions? Foul! That's a ton. 165 yards, 1 TD, 17 carries, 68 yards. Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's having fun in Cleveland. I think, no. The honeymoon's over. 247 yards and a touchdown. Brings us to the Monday night tilt and the time that we have left. The Seahawks are now, according to our friends at WinBet, a two-point favorite. On the road over that Washington football team. On paper, it's not a very good matchup at all. Uh, Seahawks are 3-7. and seven. Washington is 4-6. and six. It's football, so I'll watch. But I'm also going to sneak in the uh, uh, newest Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Ooh. Hysterical I love Hysterical program. I love Curbed. Oh, the greatest. Larry David just makes me laugh. Uh, here's the deal. The uh, Washington football team, they've won two in a row. In that stretch, they beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Their fine quarterback, Taylor Heineke, a year ago, he was out of football, but he's making some things happen right now. Yes, and apparently I read an article he just loves Russell Wilson. He wants to be like Russell Wilson. Yeah, big fan. Well, he's got his uh, chance to beat him tonight, and that's what he wants to do. Uh, this is the uh, – I mentioned the Seahawks at 3-7. and seven. That is the worst 10-game record under Pete Carroll. Uh, they have lost two straight, so something has got to give – And in case you're wondering, hey, guys, when's the last time this Washington football team won a Monday night game at home? 2012. Whoa. There you go. So what what are you doing tonight? I don't know if I'm feeling this. And (laughs) we had the presentation. (laughs) I have completely lost my mojo. Yeah. I've been on a roll. 
another cat wine thing. Kim, Kim Crawford. Kim Crawford, yeah, that thing. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I have an excellent memory. And thank goodness, because I was able to recall the type of wine. Because, you know, she makes a whole bunch of different wines. She does. Did you know that? Kim, yeah. She's yeah. great. Well, I think we could make our bets on Mondays and, like, let it ride a little bit for bigger stakes. So as opposed to a six-pack or a 12-pack or a bottle of wine, you're saying let her let her go. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's just bet. Okay. Uh, who are you taking? Remember, at first it was a pick 'em. Now Seattle's favored by two in this grudge match. I don't know. This just seems like a 50-50 shot. So do you want to go first? You seem to let me pick first all the time. That's not fair. Yeah, and I lost. Right, so you go first. Fair is fair. I'll just take Seattle just okay. because. Okay, I'll take Washington football team. Okay, and you're getting two. Okay. All right. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure, a lot of fun, this uh, WJR sport, uh, Sportsbook. Uh, for Jamie Edmonds, I'm Steve Courtney. For Blake doing whatever it is he's doing over there. Thank you very much for listening to 760 WJR.